0: everyone, you're listening to the Let Us Golf Podcast with me, Olivia boffin the show where we chat to golfers from the LET Access series, present and past, about life on the tour, the latest news, but also learn about who they are and their golfing journey. But this week, we have something slightly different. I'm chatting to my Let Us colleagues, tour director Anna Laraneta and tour administrator Clara Kukurova, who are the two crucial women behind the scenes running the tour. Without them, Let Us would be chaos. Anna herself was an accomplished player on the L.E.T. and Let Us for many years, whilst Clara previously played a high standard of amateur golf and was an assistant coach at the Northern Arizona women's golf team. Both of them love golf and Let Us and I can't wait to chat to them about the season so far, the events upcoming, and find out more about the L.E.T. Access series and what it means to women players and those behind the scenes. And Anna to the Let Us Golf podcast finally got you on here the two women without you Let Us would not be the same so it's great to have a chat about what's happened so far this year and what's going to happen so I'll start off we've got one tournament down many more exciting moments to come so let's start this episode off with a chat about how the year has gone so far starting with the Santander Golf Tour, Girona. How was the season's opener for you? I'll start with you, Anna.
1: Well, first of all, thank you, Olivia, for having us. Um, I hope we can catch up again, you know, throughout the year. I think it'd be good. But yeah, the season started in Santander with the Santander Golf Tour in Girona. And I have to say it well because I'm Spanish. Um, So it was in Peralada, the resort in Peralada, which was very, very nice. The hotel on site, I think the players enjoyed it. Um, obviously, Santander uh, Golf Tour treats uh, the players really well. The golf course was in really good conditions after the you know the winter they had. So we overall, I think it was. I mean, from our side and from the players' feedback as well, it's been really good and, and a great start with a great winner with uh, Lucy Andre. You know, a player that is been on tour for quite a while, and it was really nice to see her win and and showcase her experience on the course. Do you kind of echo the same feelings,
2: Clara? Yeah, I have to agree. I think it was a really good season opener. Uh, We have a great winner, and as Anna said, the promoters are great. The Santander Golf Tour team does a great job every time we work with them. So it was definitely nice to start a season with them. As it looks right now, we will also um, finish the season with them, so that's very exciting, and also they are... The promoters for the big event of the year the solheim cup so it's really good to be in touch with the people who are in charge of it, of it all and obviously when i was speaking to lucy on the podcast she was really
0: it kind of came as a shock the win she didn't expect to go into the playoff she was on plus um one after the finish it was really nice to see that wasn't it
1: it was i mean i remember i was in the tournament office at that point and she was signing her scorecard and and I said, well, will you be around? Because uh, there still had a, we had a few more, you know, groups to go. But the way it was looking, it was very likely uh, to have uh, a playoff. And we are known for having lots of playoffs in our events. So, so why not start the season uh, with another playoff? You know, five players, which was really nice. And then she stayed, and look at that, and she won it. And, and
0: obviously, on that tournament, we saw a lot of fresh faces, new rookies coming in, rookies like Emily Price and. Um, Sophie Kibscar Nelson played in the playoff with Lucy. Who are the fresh faces, the ones to watch this year?
1: Well, there's lots of new players this year. I mean, obviously, we had a we had a Q school in La Manga last last uh, winter, and uh, we had a lot of players coming and playing and and joining the LET and joining LETS as well. So I think it's going to be difficult to predict. Obviously, at this point, we just started, but still, it, I think it's going to be the quality of the players is 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 huge. Uh, lots of amateurs uh, are joining, really good amateurs and that are, that are now turning professional. So I think it's going to be an exciting year. Clara, what are you most excited for this
2: year? I'm definitely excited to see how the new players do, of course. Uh, we do have a lot of rookies this year and they are from all over the world. So that is very exciting to see what the new forces bring in. Um, but overall, I'm just excited to see how everyone progresses you know if the players who are doing well at the beginning of the season if they can handle the pressure for the remainder of the season just to see how everyone's managing how they're working hard it's very it's so nice to be present when they have their successes and I'm quite known that when someone wins I usually cry because it's so emotional and I just really like seeing that so (laughs) I mean, as sad as it might um, sound, I'm very excited for that as well.
1: Yeah, she does uh, cry a lot.
2: <laughs> what did you cry the most for in the past? Very biased here, but um, definitely Sara Koskova, because uh, we're from the same country, the Czech Republic. And actually, the first time I won was back in 21 when she won the the Czech Ladies Challenge still as an amateur and as a non-member. So I just bawled my eyes out. And then when she got her first win of last season in Spain of the Santander golf tour, yeah, I cried there as well.
1: I also cried. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not Iron Woman here. So I did cry. And I and because I think it was really special when Chiara Noya won in the Mundi Czech Ladies Challenge. She did say uh, beautiful words, towards me and it was really emotional because you know she's a fighter and that really meant a lot to her and you know we we've known each other for a bit and she played in 2021 and uh sorry in 2020 2021 yes exactly a few events and it was really nice to see how you know how she got that win and how much it meant to her, and yeah, that was emotional for me. Yes. Speaking about last year's Order of Merit winner, Sarah, and those who won the LET
0: cards, the top six, they're doing really well now, aren't they? On the on the big LED, big tour, LET.
1: Yeah, they are. They are. I think, and I think they're going to perform really well. They were very solid all through the season last year, all of them. It was beautiful to watch, as Clara said. You know, it's nice to see how they. You know deal with uh with the pressure and who's been chased how the, the one that has been chased is is uh, dealing with the pressure it's not just the first one on the order of merit it's also the sixth player being chased by the rest of the players on the order of merit so um and i think they on let us what they what we're trying to achieve at least and i think we are achieving is preparing these players to deal with this type of pressure to play in competitive golf courses and that are not usually the same as they play when they're amateurs, you know. So it's a big shift for them, and uh, and I'm hoping we are we are doing that. And I think yeah, the the top six last year are going to do. Very well, and they're proving it this year.
2: Yeah, we've seen some really good results this year already. I mean, Kiara has won in Saudi last year, and they are these girls are all you know attacking the top ten. They're making the cuts, and we're always really thrilled to just keep an eye on the LET's leaderboard and see how they're doing every time someone does really well, we just, you know, message each other with Anna and you're like, oh, did you see how she did and how she's playing? So, and it's not just last year's graduate, it's all the players that have been through Let Us and they earned their L.E.T. cards through Let Us or just players who competed with us and then got their card through Q school. Um, either way, like we are always rooting for them, and it's really exciting to see when they
1: do well on the big tour.
2: And so, which player, in as long as you've been both been at Latas,
1: has
0: kind of left the biggest legacy? Got to think about wow, that. That's a
1: that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Go ahead, Clara. I'm sure you have you have more insight on this. I'll think about it, Libby. Well, <laughs> I know who you're gonna say. <laughs> I
2: mean, I only joined the tour in 21 as you, Livy. <laughs> I was doing media. Um, but then I joined full time as a TA last May. So I haven't met that many players. So mainly the players who competed last year. And I'm really torn between two players. I got to say, Sarah and Kiara, those are very significant players who are doing really well. And I'm sure they will both do great things in the future and they have a really bright future in front of them. I mean, Chiara's a teenage sensation and what she's achieved in just a few years of living for her, it's something really just unreal. And her mentality and the way she pursues her golf as a true professional is very inspiring, I think, for any player of any age. And then Sarah, she is also really really And i and unfortunate enough that I've seen her play throughout many stages of her career because she's only one or two years younger than me so we've played together ages ago as amateurs so it was really nice to you know see it almost firsthand her development throughout her entire career and and how far she gives come really
1: yeah I can think of I think something really meaningful or I don't know if that's the right word or something that really reflects what lettuce is um when Carlota Ziganda won her first tournament as a professional on a lettuce event I think it was probably was 2011 I'm not too sure about the date but that was at the beginning of the tour and for that, obviously, she was already a teenage teenage sensation, number one uh, amateur in the world. And look at look at her now, you know. So giving those opportunities and to give that that confidence in, in the players. And another player for me as well. I'm thinking now. Obviously, Manon De Roy is doing really well on the LET now. Uh, Sana Nutinen really was someone that re- impressed me a lot because she when she got her card on on the LET and on Letas she she struggled a bit she came back to Letas and there was a year when she played so many events i cannot uh, at least over 30 35 events you know between those those tours so that shows how her commitment and her how, how hard she worked and to achieve what she did and look at her now you know she's doing amazing she played on the LPJ she's uh, on the LET um, so, yeah, players like like these, I think, and, and they do inspire the, the, the younger de- generation.
0: I think it something that makes Let Us unique is that um, mix of amateur and professional players on the same tour. Do you think that is what makes Let Us unique to other development or starter kind of
1: tours? Yeah, um, it's actually that, um, you know, that amateur players can join the tour as amateurs. They can experience what... Uh, an order of merit is because they do get ranking points and compete against professionals and play with them and, and learn from them as well. So is bringing those two worlds together and giving that experience and that platform to these young players that as amateurs that then um, become professionals or they don't. So they, it's a good way for them to test and see if this is a career that they can pursue uh, or, or, or if it's not, it's also a good thing, you know, that they can they can decide what to do because it's a tough life. And when they do it, I think they they are really prepared. Verena Gimi is another example, good example. She played on Axis for four years, um, I think, as an amateur and then turned professional. And, and she is, you know, I've always said it, um, a, a good example of, of what Lettuce is played as an amateur for a few years, and then decided to turn professional and now is playing on the LET.
0: And Clara, what do you make us so special?
2: I mean, I have to agree with Anna because everything she said is very correct and, and I really agree with that. Um, I think it's very special also because, of course, you have all the opportunities for different players for whatever stage of their career they're in, but also you see different players blend in together you know for example on the let or the lpg tour you have golf professionals and all of them or maybe most of them just want to make a living and this is their career on let's us you have young players who are you know amateurs doing really well in amateur events you have maybe pros who were on the big tours and now they're just, you know, enjoying the professional golf and they don't really chase the dreams anymore because they've already achieved what they were aiming for. And then you sometimes have a group where you have a 17-year-old amateur with a 35-year-old professional and they play together and really looking at the scorecard, you can't tell the difference. But in real life, you see so many different characters, so many different golfers, and and they're all brought in by Let Us pretty much, I dare to say. So that's really magical to see.
0: Speaking of characters, who has been kind of like the funniest player or funny stories from life on tour that you're willing to share?
2: I already have one player in mind when you ask about a funny character. I mean, to be honest, most of the English Scottish players to me are hilarious, and I love them so much. Tara McTaggart to me is one of the funniest people I've ever met. And if you pair her with Hannah McCook, Gemma Clues, and all these girls, I'm just, they have me cracking up every time they come into the tournament office. So yeah, I, I'll have to think about a
1: specific situation though. I think also, yeah, as you said, the um, Sarah Sarah G as well, she's hilarious as well. She really is funny. And uh, yeah, and also, but I just wanted to add as well, um, how, how what's special also about Lettuce is how all the, how the friendships they create It's so nice to see, you know, because they are competing against each other. They are playing for very limited cards to the L.E.T. or a spot to the final stage of Q School. But they do come together in such a nice way from all different nationalities. And uh, they sit together for lunch. They go for dinner. They share apartments uh, or cars. And and it's the family that they create um, away from home. It's, It's so beautiful to see. I don't know, Livy, you were there um when on your first event in in Girona did you did you see that I I hope you did
0: no definitely and I was Georgia Coffin uh like she drove me back to the airport which was amazing and she was telling me all about kind of she she is kind of like a isolated figure but she she loves the um the group dynamic and Gemma Clues on the podcast spoke about how there are, there are little groups on let us maybe divided by nationality or whatever, but together, these cleats kind of form one big family. And so let's move on now, let's move on to the next event, which is Terre Blanche in France. What can we expect from there?
1: Well, hopefully the weather is okay because it's normally pretty cold there, Uh, but it's such a beautiful golf course. It's hilly, it's uh, narrow in, in lots of areas. The greens are very complicated. And, yeah, it's a tough course for, for and a really good test for these players to have uh, the second uh, uh, tournament in, in Terre Blanche. The French Federation puts a really good event, the the golf resort as well. They are very helpful and take really good you know, care of the players. They organize a very nice program. So I think it's going to be, depending on the weather, the scores, you know, it, it all depends on if it rains or, or if it's a good uh you know good uh, calm wins but i think it's, it'll be a good fight and uh yeah it'll be nice to follow that tournament really good golf course
0: and clara and um, terry has been on the access series almost since the start um and we've seen some great players win it in the past
2: have you got any inkling on who could do well i know last year's winner is going to be there again well there is Generally a tough question, but I think it's even tougher this year. And I think we all know why, because we will have some big stars at this event, because the L.E.T. has a quite a big gap on their schedule. So, of course, the L.E.T. players want to keep competing at the beginning of the season, because their season is pretty much in full swing already. So we are expecting some big names. We are expecting the last year's Order of Merit winner, Sara. We're expecting... Um, some of the past champions as well. And Lucrezia, who won last year, will be there too. So it's really, really tough to say. I, If I was to put my money on it, I couldn't really. <laughs> I have no idea. But um, it is safe to say that we will see some amazing golf.
1: Yeah, and also to add that uh, Lynn Grant won this event in 2021 how amazing is that uh, during covid years to to have to have been able to give her an opportunity to play and compete because she couldn't go to very many places and yeah so imagine that look where she is now it's incredible it really is isn't it and um moving on rest of the year
0: Clara. which tournaments are you most excited for
2: I have a few, for sure. As I already mentioned, I uh, really enjoy working with the Santander Golf Tour and it's nice to see that the final tournament of the season is scheduled with them. Um, However, again, a little biased here, but we do have the Let Us in Czech, the Amundi Czech Ladies Challenge. And last year I was lucky enough for this to be my first on-site event, so you know, I saw all the on-site operations um, for the first time pretty much as a tournament administrator. So I would say I'm a bit more experienced now. So I'm very excited to help run this event a little better than I did last year, you know, and work with the promoters and with the golf course. I got to say the golf course is one of my favorite, if not my favorite course in the whole country, so I think that gives it a little extra special something for me.
0: And Anna,
1: what are you most excited for this year? Just to see how 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 they progress, how they how they get better, these players, how how they learn, how they overcome, you know, especially how they overcome when things are not going their way, which is I think the best um, thing they can learn. So, yeah, just to see them become stronger and better and learn every day and in every tournament, that's the most beautiful thing for me.
0: And we can't escape the fact, Anna, that you used to play on the. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What was your time like
1: on the LET and let us? Wow, it was long. (laughs) It was a long time. I played for 16 years. And it was, I was very lucky to to have experienced absolutely everything, the good and the bad and the bad and the good. And um, yeah, I can say that I enjoyed it very much. I've always felt um, very happy on tour. I made lots of good friends. I love to travel. So I did that. I went all across the globe, which was a, a beautiful thing that I'll take always with me. But also, yeah, I learned a lot from competing. I learned a lot um, on how to, yeah, overcome when things, you know, overcome the difficulties of also daily daily life and in work, and because you do that in golf, in eighteen holes, you you can experience all kinds of emotions. So I think uh, golf, in, in that sense, it's it's beautiful.
0: And how does your sort of past role as a player on the tour help your new role as tournament director
1: i think that the important thing for me was to to try to give them to try to give these players what i i didn't have maybe or or maybe i tried to be available to all of them if they want to come and speak to me um about anything and to have to have their backs and that to, to let them let them know that we are here for them and we're here to help them and to guide them until we say goodbye uh, because they're moving on to the bigger tours, the LET or the LPGA. So, and yes, try to give them a little bit of what, what I went through as well and try to prepare the courses as well as we can. Um, so yeah, just uh, be there for them.
2: I gotta say that it's really. Nice to see Anna, you know, guiding these players as a past professional golfer herself. I mean, she's still a professional, but a player on tour. (laughs) (laughs) You still got it, Anna. (laughs) Um, But it's so nice to see how the players look up to Anna because they know that she's been on tour for many years, as she said, and she has so much experience and she can give them something really valuable. Whether it is um, the way they should practice, the way they should maybe schedule their season or, you know, the mental aspects. It can be really tough, especially in the second half of the season. Some players might be struggling because they're away from home for a long time or they miss their families. And it's just a long run. And it's really good to have this. Mother figure of Anna, you know, on tour, and and she can just guide us all through the season, and it's really you know make me
1: cry. <laughs> You're the best, Anna. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's just it's just it's so difficult, Livy. You know, to for these players, they just they come from amateur golf. They may be playing for for a team, and that and now they're thrown into this new world when they're alone, and they have to deal with many things on, on their own, and the travel and everything. So. Yeah, just try to help them as much as we can, and I think the three of us, the three musketeers, are going to do a good job. So, Livy, what is your? What are you looking for this year? What is your? What are you most excited about? Because it's great to have you, by the way. Thank you, thank you. I think for me,
0: I don't come from like a golf playing background. I play very, very, very amateur golf. (laughs) You could even call it that. So, um. So it's, it's lovely to be immersed in this sort of new world. I'm learning new languages. It's definitely different to what I've done before, but I'm very excited. I love getting to know the players. I love the travel. That's a big fun part of the job. As it's my first year, I don't know what to expect. And that's always kind of exciting.
1: Absolutely.
2: So with the first tournament in the books, how was your experience? Is there something that kind of like caught you off guard that you maybe didn't expect or something that really stood out positively for you? Oh, you turn the tables! You're not
0: asking questions. I'm not used to this.
2: Uh, <laughs> um,
0: it was a, it was just a really positive experience, and um, I went to Morocco for the for the Lele-Mem- room Cup with the LET, and it, and it was lovely to see sort of let us replicate a lot of what is done there, um, on a slightly
1: smaller scale. Just really positive so far.
0: Loving it. Yeah, and I think it's so good.
1: I mean that you that you are now going to give this these players a really good platform and an exposure as well and and i think it w- and it's part of their you know their their golfing career also to speak to a uh, a journalist and 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 express themselves and answer to questions so it's it's a huge it's a hu- huge thing so i think you you're doing great so oh my god we're so cute all of us telling how good we are i hope the players feel the same yeah, it definitely <laughs> <did>. it definitely <laughs> did. every
0: week on the podcast one of them they've mentioned both your names as big parts of the tour and, and what you do for them. Let's finish this podcast now on a quick fire round. Slightly different to the players as in playing the tour, but I would, I'm just going to fire off some questions and you can answer them. (laughs) Um, Starting with this one, I asked all the players, but I'm going to ask you both. What is your dream for
2: ball? Start with you, Clara. Okay. I I feel like as my um, little amateur golf career was, I wouldn't say progressing, but digressing, if that's the opposite word, <laughs> um, it's been changing throughout the years, but now I really want to play with the boss. Like me and Anna haven't played together yet. <laughs> And she either needs to come to Czech or I'm going to go to Pamplona, to the north of Spain. Um, So we definitely need to play together. And then Livy, I know you said that um, you stay mostly on the driving range, but once you get, you know, on the course, like regularly, we should have a little let us team. But for now, I'm going to say Anna is definitely one of my playing partners for my dream four ball and I would really like to play with oh my god I don't know which one I like more I'm just gonna go with both of them I really like Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas I think I had a really big crush um on two of them when they really came on the scene on the PGA tour so I'm gonna say Justin Thomas Jordan Spieth and Ana (laughs) Larrañeta love
1: it Ana Laraneta writes a letter there you go well Okay, well, Clara, I cannot say you. Well, then now Clara is going to be one of them. Of course, that would be great. How about if we add, uh, and then Livy, you as well, you'd be the other one. And Annika Sorenstam, so she can give us some tips. Yeah, we could learn a lot from her. But any of the players on our tour, anyone, um, I'd love to play with all of them, really. Just be ridiculed. but, But yeah, let's see. Annika definitely would be. One of them. She's the best. She really is. And every week someone mentions Oh my that. oh my god. Yeah. She was amazing.
0: Okay. Three words to describe the LET Access series. We'll start
1: with you, Clara. Free words. Three words. Three describe words. The
2: let access series. Three words to best describe let us for me would be progressive, fun, and friendly or like family-like. That's not really one word, but you know
1: what I mean. I know what you mean. And Anna? This is tough because I'm not English. I will say, obviously, it is fun. It's uh, a place where you can learn uh, and grow. and uh... That's free words. Uh, Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Thank you so much.
0: (laughs) And finally, I always ask the players to give their best advice to up-and-coming players or those already on the tour. Um, So if we could end with your... Both of your best advice for
2: players on the Access series. Um, Maybe start with you, Clara. The best advice I would give is stay true to what you want and what are your desires, whether it is in your golf career or your personal life. Um, Just have your priorities straight and for whatever you decide, just fully enjoy that. And of course, give it your all. But don't forget to have a really good time as well. That's very good.
1: Uh, and I would say keep curious and never stop learning. Fantastic. Well, thank you both for joining me on the
0: podcast this week. Um, hope to have you again sometime. Thank you, Libby. Thank you, Clara.
2: It's been fun. Let's do it again. so much. It was the highlight of my week so far.
0: thank you all for once again tuning in to let us golf podcast and a big thank you for my amazing colleagues and just all-round great human beings this week's guests anna and clara you can rate review or subscribe on spotify apple or wherever you find your podcast to give the series a boost and help others find it tune in next week as more guests open up about their story their golfing journey see you then